Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Tech Takes with Tareem and Rish. We've got a really fun episode in store for you guys today. With Valentine's Day coming right around the corner, we're going to be diving in and talking about some of the things around Valentine's Day. I mean, I've been to Target recently. There's all the chocolate, all the candy, all the mugs, all the like cheesiness you can ever buy. See, it seems like the second you take down those like Christmas stockings... Um, stores have like all the Valentine's Day stuff ready to go. Yeah. And you're just like getting ready for the new year and all of a sudden, boom. Corporate America just can't be stopped. They're they're just coming out at, with, with some bangers. Yeah, it's like I'm just trying to enjoy one holiday at a time, but it's boom, boom, boom. Next holiday, here we come. And I feel like a lot of times for a lot of people who are single, this holiday can sometimes be not the most fun. But I do really enjoy seeing how people put like a very positive spin on Valentine's Day, even if they're single. Yeah, and, like, even for, like, the people that are, like, having the, like, the Valentine's Day with their significant others, there's always those, like, really fun, like, movies going around and um, lots of, like, different, like, TV show um, episodes that are going around. Yeah, I feel like me and my friends, um, some of us are in relationships. I'm not. A lot of my friends are also not in relationships. And we always find time to, like, do things like Galentine's. We, like, always go and get pizza um, on Valentine's Day and things like that. So I feel like it it makes the holiday a lot more inclusive than I feel like it's portrayed um, a lot of times it's, like, portrayed as something that's, you know, very much so exclusive to people who are in relationships. But the way that people are, like, creative with it, where they're doing Valentine's Day or just going out with their friends or, you know, making, like, little treats and cookies um, kind of, like, makes it a holiday that everyone can enjoy. Yeah, because, um, like, especially like in all, like, the movies and, like, pop culture these days, everyone kind of makes it seem like it's all about those, like, relationships. But sometimes we just want to, like, just enjoy those special, like, insomnia Valentine's cookies with the boys and just, yeah. like... Watching, watching the Super cheesy, Bowl, yeah. Watching a good cheesy Hallmark movie. Exactly. Watch the Super Bowl, then, um, then watch the cheesy Hallmark movie. Yeah, I think I think it's also interesting because we're both currently not in relationships. So hearing that perspective, I think someone who was in a relationship would have a completely different perspective on it, maybe. But I would say that overall on campus, um, the vibe is very much so. Some people are cuffed, some people are not cuffed. And I guess um, that's what kind of makes, like, Valentine's Day one of those more, like, interesting holidays because most other ones, like, everyone kind of celebrates them in, like, similar ways. But um, with, like, Valentine's Day, everyone kind of has their own, like, unique twist depending on, like, where they are in their life at that time. Yeah, definitely. I would also say that dating at Georgia Tech is just interesting because of, like, the gender ratio. I think that it's interesting, like, trying to meet people because a lot of times people meet each other in, like, interesting scenarios in the sense that we're very, like, much so academic. So a lot of times, like... Where I'm meeting the most new people is, like, organizations that I'm in that are, like, student orgs or classes. Um, whether you're meeting someone in um, your club or whether you're meeting someone in, like, one of your classes, a lot of times you guys are both, like, in the same um, part of your life and you're having some of those, like, similar goals. And that's kind of, like, one of those things that can, like, really unite you guys, connect you guys. But I will say that coming into college, there is this kind of perception that we're going to, you know, find the love of our lives. Like the second we walk into college and, you know, it's going to be like someone that you spend the next four years with and then maybe get married to. And I would say that that's maybe true for some people. A lot of people do find their life partners or people that they want to spend like, you know, be in long term relationships with in college. And that's great. But I think there's also like room to acknowledge that not everyone does and that that's completely a valid journey too. like whatever people are feeling is what's you know, valid, but I think a lot of times the pressure can be there to find someone in college. Exactly, and, like, a lot of times people have those, like, pressures coming into college. They're like, oh, but everyone's kind of made it uh, out to seem that college is this particular way, like, oh, I have to do this, 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 and this, or else are they really my best four years of my life? And everyone kind of brings up this, like, narrative about it. And I've had multiple people um, tell me that, 
oh, I'm I'm in college now. This is where I'm going to meet my um, husband or wife. This is where I have to meet them. And so in a way, they're kind of letting it, um, kind of putting that pressure on themselves. But one of the biggest things that I really say is that um, it's all about like that, finding that natural feel and just kind of letting it come to you without um, really putting in like that pressure on yourself and just letting it um, naturally flow. Yeah, I think it's important for people to understand that you don't necessarily need a relationship to feel fulfilled and to feel happy in college, but that if you have that, that's great. But also, I think it's important for the relationship to be right because let's say you're in an unhealthy relationship, it can actually take away a lot of like the self-fulfillment and happiness that you feel. Um, and I think that's like just an interesting balance of people, you know, find meeting different people. I think it's important to, you know, be in several relationships, like see what works for you, what doesn't. And I feel like that just comes with time and being patient and I think the general perception from the media that's often put on people kind of hinders that but I would say that people in our generation are very open to you know criticizing that point of view and um, realizing that that's not necessarily the path that they have to take yeah and like I think that's one of those uh, big things is um, our generation is kind of like really open to like all different things and understands that you know it's not uh, life isn't always just scripted like how a movie is and um, in a movie, oftentimes they'll bring up those phrases, everything has the right time, everything has that perfect moment, and um, kind of finding that balance. And like in college, a lot of times learning that, you know, things aren't as like scripted as they are in that movie with not everything always has like that perfect, perfect timing, but kind of taking those like moments and like finding what is the perfect time for you and um, learning that way. So you're telling me you didn't find someone when they knocked over your books when you got to class? You know, sometimes it might not be a book, but sometimes it might be in your chemistry lab just watching that beaker fall. So true. So true. So what is the biggest media stereotype that you believed coming into college? Um, I think one of the biggest um, stereotype that I believed is um, that, you know, everything has that perfect time and that you that it's like the universe is like telling you that like, giving you all those signs that this is the perfect time. But sometimes you. You, uh, it's like you're making that own decision on your own yeah. and finding what truly is the perfect time for you and the other person. I think perfection also just can't be achieved. I think people look for perfection in relationships and to a certain degree, you should have high expectations of certain things, but it's not necessarily, you know, the right way. I think the thing that I believed is like, you know, you just have such a large pool because you're, I mean, we're at a public institution. It's fairly large. We have a very large under undergraduate student body. But I think the difference between having a pool and actually meeting people that you share interests with and values with is a whole different ball game. And I think that's one of those things that you bring up about like perfection. And a lot of times people get bogged down in finding what's perfect, whether that's perfect timing or whether that's um, putting a lot of pressure on uh, making that Valentine's Day um, restaurant or dinner be like that perfect, perfect restaurant. And everything has to happen in that perfect moment. But a lot of times it can just be those like smaller things and um, that make it all together perfect. Yeah, I definitely agree. So I think it's also interesting, you know, um, some of the I think it's really interesting some of the categories that our generation is given to relationships. I think I can barely keep up with it. You know, on TikTok, there's like there's friendships. Then we go to like, well, we go to like talking and then there's like situationships and then there's relationships and then there's dating. Like, I honestly can't keep up with the terminology. Honestly, with like all that like storm of like um, terminology that goes on, what do you think that like situationships really mean? 
um, with everything, like how ambiguous that term really kind of means these days. Yeah, I would say that it's definitely different for everyone. Different people define it as different things. Um, for me, I would say it's like you're exclusively talking to someone. Um, and I think there's like the mutual understanding that you both like each other. But maybe like things haven't officially been like discussed or, you know, maybe you're going on some like solo one on one hangouts, but they're not necessarily like dates yet. But I know for other people, situationships are like when they're basically dating, but they just haven't made it official, you know? So I feel like it's like such a wide spectrum. Um, And I think that's one of the main things with dating in this day and age is that there's just so much confusion. I feel like people used to be a lot more blunt about their feelings and about like the status of their relationship like 10 years ago than they are now. And I think a lot of times I think it's fun, you know, like the whole like there's the talking stage, there's a situation stage, you know, whatever, whatever's working for you. But also I think for a lot of people, it creates a lot of anxiety and confusion surrounding relationships. And for people who maybe have never been in a relationship, I can see how just all these like stages can seem really overwhelming. And it can seem like it's not something that's like accessible or something that they can explore because they just don't understand what the expectations are. We're trying to, we're all kind of like trying to figure things out, what we want and what we kind of see ourselves like uh, years down the line and um, how you were mentioning earlier about like how a lot of these like words have kind of like morphed into like newer things as um, for our new generation and kind of finding like newer meanings to these and really kind of getting a better understanding of like how we want them to be. Yeah, definitely agree. So how would you view like dating culture at tech? Would you say that people make time for their significant others? Would you say that you experience a lot of codependent relationships? Like do you see your friends being in them? How would you how would you categorize it? I think it's kind of like finding that new balance that really fits like the both of uh, people in the relationship. Um, for a lot of people, it's um, just like trying to make sure that they find their way um, time to like have those special moments, whether it's like having those like weekly date nights or um, whether it's like making uh, finding time after like a really hard um, long week for the two of you um, to like go on those like special uh, dates, whether it's um, like something you guys do and plan before going on a break or whether it's um, just some way that you guys find time um, to celebrate Valentine's Day. Um, this is a perfect example. I mean, um, being in the middle of a week, a lot of times people will, um, people will have those, um, people will have those times where it's, um, where they get really busy, but um, with like Valentine's Day being in, in the week, they'll try and find like new ways that they can have those like grand gestures or like those like big, um, valentine's day moment and it's like on the weekend and then they'll have those like smaller moments um on the weekday because it's not always just about those big gestures but even some of those like little gestures can go a long way yeah i would say that there are some of my friends who are in relationships and some who aren't and i would say that i see like a really nice balance between you know prioritizing your time with your friends and also prioritizing your time with your significant other and i think i think it's really wholesome and sweet to see people you know make the effort to not only have these like big gestures, but I think there's also so much, so much value in some of the smaller moments and, you know, some of the more thoughtful gestures that don't have to be grand for them to hold a lot of meaning. And I, and I think that it's really sweet that like college students who ne don't necessarily always have a ton of money or a ton of resources, um, you know, think of their significant other. And it doesn't have to be, you know, like a store-bought gift. It can just be like something you made in the invention studio. But the effort that I see a lot of these couples putting in is just really heartwarming. Yeah, and like that, um, as you were talking about like the invention studio example, that kind of goes along with um, one of the conversations I was having 
um, with one of um, one of my friends as he was getting ready for um, Valentine's Day was we were kind of talking about um, we, instead of using like real flowers, they could kind of techify it and give like 3D printed of flowers. Of course they techified it. Of course. Finding that little perfect balance and a little bit of mix of everything, you know? Yeah. That w- that's what makes tech relationships so special. Okay, so what would you say is, you know, your f- your perfect ideal Valentine's Day or Galentine's Day, whatever, or bro Brolentine's Day? Oh, yeah, so kind of like on two sides. So I'll start off with like, the Palentine's side of things. Palentine's. Um, so, um, so for me, I guess the ideal Palentine's Day um, would just be with the boys um, going out to dinner, sharing some, like, laughs, uh, getting some of our favorite food, and just making a bunch of jokes. Uh, and then from there... Honestly, just hanging out, grabbing some ice cream, uh, grabbing some insomnia cookies. Um, so that would be kind of like just spending time with the boys, watching some football. Um, kind of what it would be like for Valentine's Day. Now, I guess for the ideal date, um, that would be kind of just going to um, a really uh, great restaurant that we both enjoy. From there, spending some time um, at like a really nice park area. So whether that's like going to the botanical gardens or whether that's um, going to Piedmont, kind of ending the night then. With kind of going out for dessert, then uh, guys, um, Rish is available and he has a really nice Valentine's Day plan. So hit him up. I mean, he's ready. I like the big gestures sometimes. I am a fan of doing those big gestures. Hmm. I would say I'm like the exact opposite. So I'm very much so like I come across as very extroverted, but I like I'm a complete homebody. My ideal Valentine's Day is like going to Publix and getting, like, snacks and then sitting on the couch with my roommates and, like, watching, like, See, that's the thing, though. Like, it's a lot of those, like, we think that that might be kind of small, but that's, like, what we find to be, like, the most, like, fun, those, like, special things. And And it's just, like, like, watching, like, crappy Hallmark movies or, you know, there's The Last of Us, the show that just came out. I don't think I've seen that one. It's on um, HBO Max. Highly recommend. Um, Next podcast episode, we'll be covering that fully. But... I think that's, like, my ideal, like, Valentine's Day. And then, like, my ideal date is, like, just, like, walking around the city, probably, like, just getting or, like, maybe going to a museum. Um, I feel like museums are, like, a really great date because, honestly, like, let's say that it's, like, really awkward. You don't really have to talk much because you can just, like, look at the exhibits or look at the art. And, I mean, like, we've got one of the um, the High Museum's a really great place. Yeah. And they're doing, like, one of their special deals right around Valentine's Day, too. So that's always, like, a really Perfect. great place. Balling to, uh, on go. a budget. Exactly. But I think <laughs> I think because we are both dateless on this Valentine's Day, this wouldn't be complete without us completing some form of a dating profile, figuring out exactly what it is that we're looking for. Um, I personally never used dating apps. I have never either. I've kind of been like, I've, I'm kind of like one of those people that people say I'm a little old school on this, but I'm always about like, find those like just kind of like those organic moments and those yeah, like organic I would agree. things where you just kind of just let it come to you. Maybe that's why it hasn't come to us yet. Let's think about that. Let's I mean, reflect. Yeah, let's talk. Let's dive into it. All right, Anush, hit us with the questions. Okay, cool. So these questions are coming from Bumble's questions. Starting off, because we already talk, y'all are nerds sometimes. Always. Um, as a Georgia Tech student, I am a real nerd about blank. Like public health. Because I am just really interested in health policy. I think it's so interesting how, you know, healthcare deliverance models are so incredibly, like, mediated by policy. And you can't necessarily have reform um, just within the healthcare system without having some, you know, federal legislation that backs it. Um, I also believe that healthcare is a human right. So, you know, like the Affordable Care Act um, and just like the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services is just something that's so, you know, unique and important. Yeah. And I guess for like, for me, 
Uh, mine would be renewable energy. And That's over the past couple of years, I've like really gotten involved in um, one of the uh, clubs on campus. So our solar racing team really gotten involved in that. Shameless plug as per usual. Yeah, always got a plug uh, for solar racing. Um, but yeah, all about like that renewable energy. And um, I can become really passionate about climate tech and just like go, uh, talking about like how important that is for like our future. All right. Cool. We talked about The Last of Us. My zombie apocalypse plan is blank. My zombie apocalypse plan would be, honestly, I think in The Last of Us, um, no spoilers, guys, but there's this guy named Frank, and there's this guy named, I'm actually forgetting the other guy's name, but he's also cool. But Frank essentially, Frank and his partner essentially just, like, lock themselves up in this, you know, everyone's deserted this town, and they just have a house, um, and they have, like, all this armor in there to, like, protect themselves, and they have, like, all the food, they, like, grow their own food, and what's really beautiful about that is that they, like, make meaning within chaos, and I think it's, like, a big referendum on, like, human resiliency, and, like, what you can, if you have the person you love, then you don't necessarily need the rest of the world, um, and I think that episode, episode three, heartbreaking, you guys should go check it out. I don't know why this whole podcast is just a promo for The Last of Us, but me and my roommate have been watching it every single day. And wow, you've got a really, like, deep and, like, thought-out plan that, like, isn't, uh, that's very different my than deep My deep and thought-out plan is that I'm just gonna, like, hide in a house. Mine's just, mine's, like, the exact opposite. I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna go all Cobra Kai on these guys and, like, take action, um, and, you know, b- bring my squad together and we're gonna go at it. Y'all really are just based on pop culture. Yeah, really. <laughs> I mean, I love my Netflix we're try- shows. We're trying to be, like, cool like the rest of the college students. Like, I love, um, like, Outer Banks, love that show. Getting super ready for, like, the third season coming out. Cobra Kai, the second new season's come out. I'm all for it. Okay, okay. So, let's dive into, I quote too much from blank. Oh, that this one's super easy for me. Um, I quote from Ted Lasso all the time. Absolute favorite show. Brings so many like inspirational quotes from that, um, and I am always pulling things out left and right from that. Even like last week's episode of the podcast, I pulled out a um, quote from Ted Lasso in that one. Um, I wish I had something more unique and cool to say, but honestly, like TikTok sounds like I'm always like saying things to my friends. But I've also started this thing where I like have a quotes list. So every year I do a quotes list where I just like the whole year just write down funny things my friends say. And they're so pick me about it. They're like, can you put this quote down? I think it's so funny. And I'm like, no, it has to be organic. Exactly. Like those organic quotes, like me and my friends, we also do the same thing where we're like things that we just like say like uh, on the fly that we're like, oh, this is a quote worthy right there. A pro and con of dating. Okay, I'll go. Um, I think a pro of dating me is that I'm like not super clingy at all. Like, in fact, I am like independent to almost like a fault. So I would say it's almost like a con too because I think I find it hard to be vulnerable with people, um, especially like from like an emotional sense or like feeling like I have to rely on people is like really hard for me. And so I would say it's like both a pro in the sense that I'm not like overly attached or like overly like clingy, but I'm also like... Might be a little distant. Um, I guess like a pro would be, um, I really like putting a positive spin on everything, and that I love to like uh, make not only myself laugh, but I love to make other people laugh too. Um, He's a wholesome dude, guys. <laughs> uh, and then as far as cons go, um, oh no, are you clingy, Rish? See. I don't know if that's the word, but 
my third grade teacher described me as blank. And you know they said some tea in the parent-teacher conference. Of course. I was an angel child. I was an angel child, but I couldn't ever stop talking. And they were like, she's too talkative. Like, she needs to, like, pay attention in class. But also, third grade is super easy. So I was just, like, you know, making those social connections, like, really sharpening my soft skills by, like, the human interaction aspect of it. I think, like, one of, like, some of my closest friends um, from uh, before college are honestly some of the friends that I made in third grade. Like, are, like, um, before... That's really, like, specific. Yeah, I mean, I remember, like, um, a lot of my best friends before college, like, I met them in third grade. A lot of, like, our nicknames we made for each other have stuck around since, um, third grade. Like, So, what was your nickname? Mine, um, still to this day is Rish the Fish, and that was made in third grade. Any significance? Um, it was just, like, one day, me and my friends were at lunch, and we had, like, just become friends, and, um, we made some joke about, like, Rish the Fish. And so ever since then, that's just always been like a nickname of mine. Third grade humor. They were like, it rhymes. It's so hilarious. Exactly. Absolute clowns. Really? Really? <laughs> Rich the fish. Okay. Um, okay. So now we're going to do truths and a lie. And y'all will guess each other's. Okay. Do you want to go first or should I go first? You can go first. All right. So um, I take fortune cookie sayings pretty saying, uh, pretty uh, truthfully. Um, I... Um, have seen the NBA's all-time leading scorer in person, and I have been to three NFL games. I think the NBA one was the middle one was true. The NBA one was true. I did see LeBron James when he was in Cleveland. Um, I think that last one was false. The last one was false. I've never been to an NFL game before. Um, as much as I am a really, really big NFL fan, I've never been to an NFL game before. And I do take fortune cookie sayings truthfully. Interesting. Um, for me, I'm the youngest of two siblings. I really, in, I really enjoy watching Hallmark movies. And I can speak five languages. Um, I know you brought up, um, how you do have a sibling in our housing, um, episode. So I think that one's the truth. Mm -hmm. And then I think, see, I don't doubt your abilities. Um, so I think I'm going to go with the second one. As yeah, you're it. right. I just really do not like, um, I cannot handle like cheesy movies. And I feel like it's because as when I was like younger, I loved cheesy movies. I so love I'm like, the cheesy I'm movies. I'm like my dose of like cheesy movies for my whole life is like done. Like now you put on a Hallmark movie, I like can't sit through it. I used to be the king of cliches in um, high school. Used to be. And well, I still do like uh, being the king of cliches. Um, and I can be like some I can really get like into like emotional into movies sometimes and I can get really like attached to like the characters. Yeah. So I love those um Hallmark movies. Yeah, you're like just rooting for that, you know, small town girl who's trying to, you know, get away from her corporate job and then she has to go save the family business and then she falls in love and it's perfect. Exactly. Like how do you not fall in love with that type of story? So true. Okay. All right, Anush, what's next? We'll wrap up the segment. We'll do 20 second blurb. 20 second blurb. Interesting. I He's really just hitting us with all these hard hitting things, guys. Let's see. A 20 second blurb for me. I guess mine would honestly connect back to one of my um, truths that I said. And um, that I um, believe a lot of the things that I've said in um, Fortune Cookies because a lot of them really do um, describe some of the things that are, um, are important to me in life. And 
Um, so my most recent fortune cookie was your warmth radiates upon those around you. Guys, and he has the fortune like out in his hands. This one was a really just today itself that I had this one. This and is I, really cute. It really spoke to me. My 20 second blurb is I'm Tareem. I feel like I'm really into um, The Last of Us. I love spending time with my friends. I love, you know, joking around with people that I'm really comfortable with. I love, you know, just like sitting on FaceTime with people you love and just talking and catching up um, and like mundane little things that make your day so much better. Yeah. I feel like that was really good. Um, and I wish mine was a little bit more like that. And I guess mine was, uh, I'm going to cut myself a little slack and say that mine was a little bit more of a brainstormy way. So I'll like try. Yours was wholesome. Yours was wholesome. I'll, I'll structure mine a little bit though. I'll be like, I'm rich and I really like to um, make a positive impact and show my appreciation for those around me. And I really value what I get from fortune cookies. My most recent one was your warmth radiates ar- upon those around you. So wholesome. So cute. Thank you. All right, guys. So today was a great day. We I got to know a lot about Rish, and hopefully Rish got to know a lot about me. Yeah, that was a really fun um, time getting to talk about so many different things around Valentine's Day. It's just like a really like fun way of going about it. Yeah, we hope that you guys have a great, safe Valentine's Day. If you don't have a date, definitely do something with your friends. Take a study break. Um, you know, just celebrate love in whatever capacity that may come for you. And um, kind of going alongside of that, as much as we're trying to like spend time at times away from homework and catch a little break from it, this reminds me of um, a homework that one of my high school teachers would always give us and uh, on the weekends. It's tell someone you love them, whether that even if that's not that significant other, um, tell your friends, tell your family how much how important they are to you and tell them how much they really mean to you. And then the day after Valentine's Day, do not despair. Candy always goes on sale. So life is still good. Um, thank you guys for tuning in to this week's Um, episode of Tech Takes. See you guys next week.